0: This is a One More Mosh Pit production. One more Mosh Pit. I look at you
1: and see what you've been through. And it's all because of me. All because of me. Brother, you know you made me proud.
0: You gave me something to believe. But it's my
1: turn now. I'm Zach. I'm Vinny. And we have nothing prepared, but we decided to get together here today and talk about a couple of things. I mean, we're good for about two podcasts a year, Yeah, I think. that's about right. If we could get it out quarterly, that would be great. We're busy people. But right now, we're just getting it done when we can get it done. Life happens and all that good shit. I would ask you how you're doing, but I know how you're doing, and you know how I'm doing. Because all we can do is discuss personal matters anymore because we're going to save it for the podcast. Save it.
0: Don't even talk about it. Save
1: it for that yearly podcast where we'll talk about everything the whole last year. Also, I have this list made up of texts I sent to myself (laughs) of ideas I had. Just conversational ideas? Yeah. Okay. Or just ideas. Some of these are ideas for other things, but some of these are topics of discussion. When I typed them into this Word document? You've never heard them, obviously. I nope. don't remember most of them, and some of them don't even make sense to me now, but I wrote them down anyway. Those might be fun for other times, but I had one that said, uh, pizzeria, but it was spelled R-H-E-A, <laughs> so it was either diarrhea you get from eating pizza or a STD that resembles pizza, I guess. I don't know where I was going with that. Another one said, what would possess a man to hide lead weights in his foreskin? Well, <laughs> question mark, exclamation point. I have no idea what I meant by that, but like I thought maybe he could like fool the guess your white guy at the carnival like, or lengthen himself in some way. I'm still thinking on it. I kept it because it was interesting jumping off point. Besides our topics we have to talk about, Normally, I've got some stuff I can pick at random. Where would you like to start?
0: I literally had nothing. I'm, I'm a blank slate.
1: Our cup runneth over out there on the porch whenever we were... Smoking cigarettes and just talking about doing this podcast. And now we get in here and... I mean, I'm interested in your list. I'll get into some of the stuff we waited on talking about in phone conversations or out on the porch. The Marvel situation. I
0: did go watch the new Ant-Man. I've read reviews, but I want to hear what you think. I I liked it. It wasn't the worst Marvel movie I've ever seen. It wasn't the best Marvel. It's a middle-of-the-road movie. Mm -hmm. Paul Rudd's great. Yeah, Paul Rudd's always great. Paul, Paul Rudd's always great. But like clockwork, that guy. the guy that plays Kang, uh, Jonathan Majors, yeah, 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 that's it. He's great. But yeah. there's just small things about the movie that are very nitpicky. I'm sure the CGI is kind of wonky at times, but it's it's all right.
1: Well, let me express my concerns and let me express what I've heard from the internet. Ant Man's a great character. Ant Man's a fan favorite. But at the foundation within the MCU, Ant Man is a B. Oh yeah, no, he's yeah. A B-plus. He's, comically- he's a B plus player. He's comic relief, and he doesn't deserve to be the butt monkey like he was in Endgame, I don't think. I played it for laughs. The taco blown away. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I you know, like that. I didn't think he deserved it because, hell, he popped out of the quantum realm and kickstarted end Endgame. Yeah, but. I'm still all
0: in on Marvel. It's not as good as it was. This yeah. po- The whole post... Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans thing, everybody knew was going to be like, this is going to be different, and it is. it is. It's way different.
1: Within cinematic sense, you don't have Cap, and you don't have Iron Man to debut Kang against. And I understand that there's many Kangs from different universes, and to be fair, Kang was kind of introduced in the Loki series. He was. Yeah, he, right?
0: yeah the whole he-who-remains thing. Yeah,
1: and I know they're hedging their bets, and they're building up and building characters, but is Ant-Man really the guy you want to unveil Kang against? No. No. <laughs> No, okay, see, no. point. And this is me not seeing the movie, not knowing anything about it. This is what I was thinking. Dude,
0: our new captain, I mean, I like Falcon and all that, and he's right. cool, whatever. But Captain America, Sam Wilson ain't, and I no, don't care who's saying he. The, it's not. It's ridiculous. I mean, plus the death of Chad. You know, Chadwick Boseman dying. Right. It's, it dude, Marvel's kind of it's in a wonky little place right now.
1: Well, I mean, you have that many people on the payroll as a character. Somebody major is going to pass away or something's going to happen. But as always, the big rumor is yeah.
0: Downey Jr. and Chris Evans both rumored for Secret Wars. There's a rumor that we're going to get a version of Iron Man that's a bad guy. We're going to
1: see the Tom Cruise Ultimate Iron Man. <laughs>
0: I highly doubt it. I think that there's too many Thetans around. David Miscavige
1: has been served for trafficking as of last week, so he might be looking to cut a deal. Maybe we get can... human trafficking. Oh yeah, no, yeah, because of that fucking boat. They're finally getting Scientology. For some of the shit, because of the boat, I don't know. The I don't kid know boat. Specifics. I'm doing research right now. He's been served for a trafficking charge. They finally were able to find him. Dude, this dude's wild. I won't get into it right now. But like, well, he's the
0: creepiest person that's ever maybe not ever
1: lived, but he's dude, pretty bad. He is. A monster. Yeah, he's a mon- he's a he's real like life Bond villain. Five three I just looked at a picture of him and Tom Cruise together and Tom Cruise towers over this <laughs> so, man.
0: So like he has henchmen, you would have seen. Oh he's like a monster. He's uh you think he has like a big Asian dude with top a top hat that's like a final boss? Like, <laughs>
1: Random task. Yeah. Like, <laughs> on, like
0: like this could be the plot for the next mission impossible. Oh dude. <laughs> like, like like Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise has to a podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. This, because Ethan it, Hunt takes on a crooked
1: we're at the point yeah Tom Cruise is like their shining star and like I've heard rave reviews about Top Gun Maverick Top Gun I mean, Maverick's like, awesome I've heard it's awesome I know it's not like plot wise it's probably not the greatest we but fly jets I know, jets I we know fly like good. OMAX, it's a fucking spectacle and then you go back to you being a little airplane no. you know <laughs> yeah. you go back to that but it, that movie is both Propaganda for Scientology and the military-industrial complex. It doesn't show Maverick like blowing up a, a children's school in Yemen. I, I would like to
0: know if Navy recruitment jumped after Top Gun Maverick.
1: Oh, I bet it did. Because the first one, it did. Yeah. Because like the first
0: a, time they're like like Navy just, just everybody's like you Navy know? yeah we gotta yeah. beef up our military dude we need some Rambo movies to oh, come we're, out
1: we're going back to war that's that what's Cold War 2 Electric Boogaloo and we're gonna go into some shit here pretty soon probably
0: Cold War 2 yeah yeah it's gonna be
1: <laughs> Red Dawn 2 who left the freezer? Davidson Cold War 2 <laughs> who left
0: the freezer open
1: yeah
0: <laughs> starring Tug Speedman here we go again again,
1: again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but oh. look, look we gonna but that's what this show's all about. Back to the Marvel thing. And this is a spoiler part. Now, what I'd seen was the problem is the deus ex machina ending that they slapdash put together and put on end in this movie. Yeah, like he was going to be... The whole movie was a balance between his him being there for his daughter who he'd already lost time with due to the blip yeah and him being a hero where he was needed because he's got to fill this void this power vacuum with Cap and fucking Iron Man gone and Thor doing what the fuck ever <laughs> because Thor's his own thing and the taco Waititi universe is kind of its own thing or the whereas you know the Guardians are kind of we're kind of their own thing James Gunn there. yeah yeah I mean, James Gunn he's been saddled with the next 900 DC things he's had maybe he'll plan. fix it maybe we'll see they got Michael Keaton back, so you know they were pretty desperate. They, they went ahead and pushed out this Flash movie with the very problematic star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have a problem. <laughs> Earlier last year, they just threw a movie away. And they were like, we already threw that Michael Keaton cameo away. So yeah. we got to put this fucking movie out to just recur some of the losses. Uh, so you explain the ending to me. Is it ancient giant ants show up or what? It was like Hank
0: film when the movie started, mm-hmm. you know, he's like working with these ants. Oh. And, of course, you know, because it's fucking Hank Pym. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah, he does that. And these ants are apparently super smart. Well, you know how time works differently in the quantum realm.
1: Right.
0: Well, when they all got sucked into the quantum realm, like, the ants got separated. Well, they developed over time. Oh. In the so quantum realm, and they got smarter. So it's like
1: evolution in yeah. a quicker time.
0: Yes. And they built an army, and that's where the ants come in to help destroy Kane's army.
1: Okay. Um. Tell me this did scott age like michelle pfeiffer's character did when she was or was they were they in different parts there's the quantum realm and then there's just the well he
0: went down there near as long as she right. was she
1: wasn't she was there like 30 years yeah yeah
0: and speaking of michelle pfeiffer who's the, who's the girl that plays the wasp evangela lily michelle pfeiffer looks better than she does yeah michelle pfeiffer looks fucking great it's crazy Damn. She was she was great in that movie too. She's gonna to be part of another line of questions. Oh, okay, Yeah.
1: The CGI was kind of bad, and the ants weren't great. Was that the case? Yeah, it was kind That's of goofy. Because that ending was it come out of nowhere. There's other movies that have been ruined by like cast audiences that they bring in. They're like, I don't like that, you know? Yeah. So they like ruin the movie and the story. A good example is I Am Legend. Yeah. You know, Will Smith sacrifices himself and blows himself up with these. Uh, that flies in the face of what I Am Legend is all about. It ruins the title. Yeah. He is, he's the boogeyman. Yeah, he's yeah, been he's catching the, all these yeah. vampire people and trying to cure them and killing them. He was like, he's their Joseph Manga, <laughs> You know, He's a monster to them. But no, we got to have Will Smith blow himself up then. That's what I think having the test audiences didn't like that he made this sacrifice and got himself stuck in the quantum realm to beat Kane. So they... They changed it. Scott would get out eventually.
0: They get out at the end of it anyways.
1: Yeah. A portal opens up and they fucking walk. That's the thing. That's the deus ex machina ending is the deus ex machina ending is something where they're like, something magical or circumstantial comes around and wraps it all up in a tight bow and yeah, that's the what good happens. guy's winning then you know to explain to the audience like also at the end of dodgeball you know they changed the ending you remember that it was supposed to be a true underdog story where they actually lost oh really yeah uh uh-uh. yeah they changed that ending and that big treasure chest that comes in yeah peter wins at the end The treasure chest has deus ex machina on the box. Uh -uh. Because it was just like a magical... He stepped over the line. They changed the ending. Wow. Yeah, Average Joe's lost in the original script. That would have been terrible. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It would (laughs) have been awful. I was so mad. You know how you're doing a bit, and you're like, God, that's awful, but yeah, it's so genius to me. (laughs) To me, it's great. Yeah. I don't care if you don't like it. Yeah, so like, Scott was supposed to get stuck in the quantum realm. They did this quick thing where he saves himself then. And I know that would be like, Kind of a big sacrifice for Scott, even though one Kang is very dangerous. But there's other Kangs, and he gets himself trapped in the quantum realm just to kill one Kang. Yeah. They have thousands that are even more powerful. Millions. Ones. Right. Every multiverse. Yeah. So. So yeah. And also, I don't want to engage on either side. I'm gonna play both sides, so I always come out. But <laughs> it doesn't work if you I, I tell. Th- I don't want to throw this word around because I don't want it getting flagged, but the word woke, it started out as a word where like people were being aware of things that were going on. Now it's a derogatory term, it's used as a slur, because yeah, it's, sometimes it's pandering and it's overdone, but sometimes the people that have an issue with it are like, I don't like people that ain't like me being represented in any media. Yeah. You remember when all gay characters started popping up on television and like people were like, oh, I don't care if they're gay or not, I just wish they wouldn't shove it down our throats. So, oh yeah. They're acknowledging the fact that gay people exist. They're doing the barest of minimum, and usually the gay character is a caricature, a cartoonish straw man version of a gay person. Most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> they're misrepresenting them and making fun of them, and people still have problems. They still with don't that. like it. So, so like, yeah. So the term "woke" is being used when. Uh, women or people of color, or people's media, and they don't like it. Yeah, I, man, I'm weird about like
0: I don't want to see two dudes making out on, on on TV. But on the same token, I don't like seeing I don't like a sex scene in The Sopranos most of the time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, man, I feel uncomfortable watching James Gandolfini fuck this little bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel weird about watching. Yeah. It's all weird. It's just I mean, like, it, it
1: come goes on. Back, it goes back to the crockpot pussy too. I mean, oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like, not every movie needs a fuck scene. No, I don't need to see these dirty fucking. I don't or wire like yeah. cutters. <laughs> fuck. Big dust cloud come up when they're fuck. It's gross. And like somebody like I've got an idea
0: for a movie. Like what? All right. Let's make the Goonies, but with nine and a half weeks oh god like what no it's a bad idea it's kind of like the lethal weapon movies (laughs) it's of like the lethal weapon movies like there'll be a real classy sex scene you know real lovey and then like there's like three seconds of of like soft core porn action yeah it's It's like like, it's like mel gibson's having this slow sex scene yeah like mel gibson's making sweet love to this little russian and then for three seconds you get to hear
1: yeah, and it's like, it goes back to Bill Hicks' softcore porn bit where he's like, and all you see is Harry Bobbin' man-ass <laughs> and standing right up against the screen trying to see down, to see their... I'm looking down, Yeah. I see them? Did you ever watch scrambled Porn? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I used to think that, like, you know, they're like, you're jerking off too much, you go blind. I used to think that going blind part came from watching scrambled <laughs> Porn. That might be right. was something I did so much. That was a boob, I know it was a boob.
0: But then yeah. I got my illegal cable box when I was like, oh, yeah. like 11.
1: And then like, oh, Channel 96 just has free WWE pay-per-views. Yeah, you know, for mine, the fuck did those things work?
0: Dude, I had, alright, I, I think, I said 11, I may have been younger, I may have been like 9 yeah. or 10, but we went to this yard sale in Jacksonville and uh, there was just this white cable box and you gotta think, this is probably around 1990. I'm
1: grandparents just had like five of them sitting around I just took one home one day
0: I had channels like one to like 45 I think but channel zero one was Viewer's Choice and Viewer's Choice is where all like the WWE pay-per-views the WCW the ECW every UFC every boxing yeah. match everything that every
1: was, pay-per-view every pay-per-view every yeah, like sports pay-per-view was, that was on that there. one fucking channel
0: yes well, I can remember giving it to my stepdad so he could take it down to his buddy's house so they could watch the uh, Tyson uh,
1: Hurricane Peter yeah. and Neely fight yeah just This is fiction for legal reasons But <laughs> yeah. I pirate shit left and right nowadays Like it was no thing Or I have in the past After that Yeah, we won't discuss that <laughs> <laughs> I had beef with Zufa And I never bought a UFC pay-per-view again And you know the reason. Yeah And we won't discuss that Because that's somebody else's legal matters I It's nothing for me to pirate something nowadays But like it's weird for me to think about that i was doing it when i was single digit aged yeah i was unknowingly doing it but the free pay-per-view pops up on one of the channels you're gonna sit there and watch it i
0: think the last wrestling pay-per-view i Actually, paid for was WrestleMania 20.
1: WrestleMania is an ordeal. I
0: wanted to watch Benoit yeah. win, win the strap. I wanted yeah. to see
1: that. God damn, that's another thing on the list. <laughs> we'll just launch right into that. There's a huge 2004 ish blank spot in WW history as far as what's presented by them and people that report on them kindly. Not right. like the dark side of the room type shit, but like.
0: From like January to that yeah. summer, I would say yeah. is probably and pretty was, done. I wonder
1: why that is. It's, it's obviously because Benoit was in the title picture. Yeah, he was, was done. this whole time. The title. I don't talk about it. And that's one. Of, some people allowed that as one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time. Which, I mean, it's subjective. I'm not going to tell you the 900 reasons why it's not the best. <laughs> <laughs> Look but at my, me like that. Yeah, because I already right. see uh, those wheels are turning. <laughs> that was a great WrestleMania match nonetheless in the great Wrestlemania it was good 17 is 17 the pinnacle consensus of like the best one it's the pinnacle now that's interesting the huge chunk of great WWE history that they can't talk about anymore because Chris Benoit went and fucked around and killed himself and his family yeah my god you know you talked about Marvel's what ifs yeah there's a lot of what ifs in wrestling like what if Eddie hadn't died and Eddie was there to kind of reign Chris in because that was needed what if what if Kevin Sullivan never booked his own divorce (laughs) yeah he could save Nancy by not hooking that angle. Yeah, you know, he's decided to start fucking uh, yeah, line. I mean, anyway. you know. There's a lot of what ifs in wrestling. What if Sid hadn't have broke his leg? It was John Laurinaitis that told him, he's like, uh, you would move off the ropes, off the middle ropes, you know, it'll connect with people. And Sid just went out there not trying it and just landed planted on one leg, snapped it right the fuck. Of
0: course it off. did. Of course it did. Look how big that motherfucker is up top.
1: And I've watched that match and that's not even the stupidest thing that happens in that match. That's that Animal. a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> that match was a disaster before Sid's leg ever snapped. But, like, it fits right in with the rest of the stupid So, like,
0: basically, Sid's coming. leg snapping is what saved that
1: match. Yeah. That's a high spot. Animal. Scott Steiner. Yeah. It's a mess. It's a mess. This is just an idea for a segment. It's work or shoot. Yeah. And usually you can go, who does this benefit? And you can work out, sometimes there's bad angles, but, like, sometimes you're like, this benefits no one. <laughs> and you remember we were back and forth on the whole CM Punk media Scrum Backstage Brawl. Yeah. And we're like, it's gotta be work, right? But I think everything's a work. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> an, I... See, this goes into the next part. Wrestling angle and real world events. Is it a work or a shoot? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll... so that's just an idea for a segment. Uh, this is a question I just wanted to ask you. You turn face or you turn heel, it can change your moveset. You don't do flashy stuff as a heel. According to old school, uh-huh. at least, you don't want to be... Do you want to do a 450 splash? Or a you can still do... Shooting Star Press I mean, as a heel?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can still do your spots. But I I mean you want to be more vicious in other right. things you do
1: and that's the next part of the question can you get your same shit in and just do it meaner or nicer uh, yeah basically
0: <laughs> I mean you know you're going to want to have a few other things in the repertoire maybe you know a few little heel spots okay. and right. shit to do and back rights. yeah I mean you know you're, you're not going to have a fiery baby face comeback you, you right. know really anymore but you know you can have your yeah. you know your cut off spots you know yeah. you know you want to cut somebody off or you know maybe even you know some type of weird heel comeback spot <laughs> if you were a really over baby face if
1: profile. robert gibson is a heel is he going to in from the hot tag the same way. Is Ricky Morton gonna sell like he does?
0: My know? favorite thing about Ricky Morton is when Ricky turned heel in WCW and turned on Robert Gibson. Okay. Yeah, I lost the. Is this when he
1: was like, the computer dad? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. He joined the York Foundation. I remember the deal, I've seen it too, but like ends up hitting him with a, a Hurricane Rana in the ring, you know, and I think yeah. he does like a number on his knee and all this shit. You know, for Ricky, what he should have done after this, he should cut his hair and should have changed his gear, you know, and all this shit, but he didn't. So like the next time you see yeah. Ricky Morton, he's it's the same, it's the same it's fucking old same old. Ricky Morton got the you know bleached blonde mullet hair, which is fucking awesome, don't get yeah. me wrong. You and know, like, I mean he's smart enough to know lean into it, but I'm sure he was also thinking, well, you know, goddamn, you know, Robert's gonna come back and we're gonna team, which is exactly what happened after they feuded a little right. bit, but I'm just saying change it up, fucking lean into it. You know, if you're gonna be with the computer lady, be with the computer lady. Learn to fucking type. I don't yes, know. And then
1: <laughs> play fucking theremin. Also, this is something we've discussed the last two times we talked. And this is somebody who's been a point of discussion many times. And I'm planning a video on him <laughs> later. Chinead. Yeah. We discussed <laughs> didn't update his shit at all ever. No. Same gear, same hair, <laughs> on aging. If anything, his, his hair got Gattle, bigger. Brain damaged, Marty Jannetty. Yes. It's like he got kicked through the glass at the barber shop, and he was never the same. In the same. same. <laughs> Kayfabe, it ruined it him. Ruined it ruined his life. It stunted him. He stayed right there in that point of his life for the rest of his life.
0: The only gear that Marty ever really changed, like, I mean, he, as he got old,
1: he changed gear when he was
0: old, finally. Yeah. Too old. And he, he tried has- so he had to he worked sean at the 93 rumble for the international title he was wearing this fucking black pants and they had like what looked like mop strings bagging off oh, yeah. and like it, and i'm not talking about fringe it wasn't fringe it was like mop like yeah. all the way a circle it was the stupidest looking fucking gear like he was one of those big sheep dogs yeah he looked, right it was it. terrible and i think he changed his gear Finally, once he was in WCW, right at the end of anything he was doing there, he changed his mm-hmm. gear. And I believe he even cut his hair, and he had a completely different look. It was like, damn, look at Marty. It was just too late, man. I mean,
1: he, he was in down and out. Circumstances at points in his career that kind of forced his hand to have to evolve just the slightest bit, the bare minimum. You know. You know whose
0: gear I love, and it's just it's just a minor touch of his shit is Rick Martel, and everybody yeah. everybody's thinking like he just wore trunks. Yeah, he wore trunks, but his boots like. Like, every, like, you know, everybody tucks their laces in. Rick
1: left his out. I don't know. Something about it. It worked for him. Speaking of which, just an aside. You ever seen that it's on a WCW pay-per-view? Booker T and Martell are going at it for the TV title. Martell is supposed to win, yeah. but tears his ACL. Yeah, during the match, and then yeah. he calls it off. has the to bottom. get up and take the finish from Booker, which he tears his MCL, and then he takes the finish from Booker, which I think destroys his knee further. <laughs> yeah, what? I don't know it, what you're The end or the scissor kick. I don't remember what the Probably scissor was. kick. The thing is, Martell was supposed to win the TV title oh. belt, and then immediately have a match against Saturn for it. Mm-hmm. So Perry Saturn comes in, they have to call it on the fly, and Booker has to go over. Saturn and Booker call that shit in the ring, and they take some risks that I don't think they needed to take, but it's a good match for being so on the spot. I mean, it,
0: anybody, yeah. I'm
1: going to say anybody, but most people that are worth a damn can can, can work. And Saturn and Booker are good hands. Yeah, exactly. You know? Just well, you know, like I, well, I, what I, we they, do, they, I guess some, we're going to work. No, no, I it's one of those situations where they made some chicken salad out of some chicken shit. Yeah, and yeah. Probably, I would think Saturn and Booker probably. A better match than yeah. Saturn Martel. Which is Martell. a different kind of match you get with Saturn and Booker than say Sid and Scott Steiner and Animal. You know what's weird about that time
0: though? Martel, like when he came back to WCW, I mean he was older and mm-hmm. it was just kind of out of nowhere. One day, like God damn, there's Rick Martel. Oh shit. Well, the reason why him and Don Callis were going to go to Vince mm-hmm. and they were going to be a tag team called the Supermodels. Well, yeah. then I think at like the last minute, Martel pulled out and went to WCW, which left Callis with nothing to do, and that's why they gave him the whole Truth Commission and all that shit. That's why oh, he was man, like right. the lead member. He was part of the Oddities and all. That's how he got brought in because no, they had so. already signed. Him and then Martell's like, I'm out. Dude.
1: Right. This is something I knew and forgot. Kayfabe or shoot relation between Martell and Sherry. No, nothing. Okay, i will look and I forgot. That leads me into another subject about women's wrestling legitimacy because it's been back and forth and we could go yeah. for days about it. I've even questioned the modern women's revolution. Was WWE even ready for that? for competent women wrestlers does not a women's division make? I mean, they've got a bunch of girls that can and work yes, now. They started and actually great. Ha- working matches instead of hiring models. Yeah, you could, most I, of them. hire pretty workers. Dude, a lot of times the women's
0: matches are better than than the men's actual mm, matches. I right. mean, honestly, girls can uh, go.
1: They could have built it up for years better than they did. If you have a handful of good workers, that's great and you can carry a division on that. Then you got to fill a Royal Rumble every year. I'm sure that becomes difficult.
0: Do the women tour by themselves at all? Is there like a traveling women's show that no, runs like um, B-Towns? It's more or like grand, don't grand don't split stuff. I wonder
1: why they don't do that. Just like
0: I'd be trying that and see how that drew just a couple um, of, I mean, yeah, a couple of times. Yeah,
1: was main evented by Charlotte and Ronda Rousey one year
0: I think Charlottes Charlotte yeah. all. and Becky and yeah Charlotte and Becky are amazing Becky's fucking great
1: I'm more getting into the history of women's wrestling where you had Moolah dominated and <laughs> cornered that market like a mafioso for a little while I'm gonna make a video about that screw job that happened the who? Uh, Moolah oh yeah, yeah Wendy Andy Ricker thing yeah it but I
0: don't know how that fucking really would no. happen I'm just saying if I was the champion and I was in the ring standing across from me was a dude in a mask yeah. I would be like hey that's Timmy Hanson yeah I would know immediately yeah, that that, that was Tim I'm like no, hey
1: people in the audience dude. Yeah, how the fuck do you not know, it Wendy? They weren't just purebred
0: marks. That's the dumbest thing I, That's the dumbest excuse. Oh, I didn't know who was underneath the mask. What? What do you mean you didn't right. know? Yeah,
1: was she I, walking I, around I, the locker room with her mask? It's like a duck. It's fucking <laughs> Her fucking hair. Like... Maybe Wendy's just dumb as fuck. Oh, maybe. Oh. Maybe Richter's sister. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: would be the greatest yeah. thing of all time if Wendy Richter was and Andy Richter it was sister.
1: just Andy Richter and drag that's all it was <laughs> yeah. that makes
0: my life complete
1: just I'm bringing up points like Molly Holly had a Wrestlemania match where it was a hair match where she got her hair shaved yeah, off yeah 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 and the reason she had that match she pitched that match just so there would be a fucking women's match on the card really one of them had the strap I don't I think it was Victoria maybe anyway she's like I'll get my head shaved so we can have a women's match on May yeah it may have been a mania it was the one with the tournament style, WrestleMania four, or Sherry Martell, somebody's valet, and then later on the show, she's Honky Talk Man's valet under a blonde wig. Yeah, she played. Uh, Plays it great. Oh yeah. If you didn't really like look at it. Or oh yeah, it oh, yeah, out, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You, you don't know it's her. <laughs> all yeah. She's getting like, that one. How <laughs> skeleton crew are you working that you can't find some chick mad backstage to put that blonde fucking wig on her <laughs> and a poodle skirt? <laughs> that Sherry Martell, one of your most recognizable only women in the company. Maybe she may have been with Mach at the time. I'm not sure. Well, I'm you couldn't
0: know she wasn't with March at the time. Wait a minute.
1: Yeah, the timeline gets weird. That's It's not the <laughs> important part, but like, I'm like fucking Kevin Sullivan working, being somebody's manager, being under the hood, being Oz's manager. He was just a <laughs> jack of all trades, yeah, man. He was uh, he was booking, he was booking, <laughs> he working the together. The only thing he wasn't doing was
0: refing, and he might have done that a few times. I'll fucking <laughs> yeah. I'll ref the match. Get the fuck out of the gonna, way. Give me
1: that shirt. Give me that those Rocco Marks glasses, <laughs> and I'll go out in that stripy shirt. and I'll go out and call this one. You know, talking about
0: Janetti. Back yeah. to you know you know me with the wrestling. I've always had that, this idea when the Rockers broke up, Shawn and I had all this success and pretty freaking quick. I mean. Mm-hmm. Dude, Dude, almost immediately you perceive Sean as a top guy. Yeah. At least up to the Intercontinental title picture because they put Sherry with him and all this. And after the Heart Foundation was done, Brett went on to have all this success. Nightheart did not. I would have made a tag team out of Marty and Jim. I'd have done something where on TV, you know, superstars, whatever, All American for a couple of weeks, he loses two or three matches in a row. Maybe in one of those matches, you know, he even reaches out to tag somebody. Nobody's yeah. there. And, you know, maybe even do the same and do the same thing with Jim and then have him sitting in the locker room talking like, "Man, I just wish I had a tag partner." I'm sorry, man. Man, me too. You know, blah blah blah. And then make them a tag and who knows see what happens they were both still kinda over but also Marty wouldn't have been able to do it because he was in jail I'm sure or fucking drug charges
1: instead of like rock and roll Janetti starts coming dressed like Robert Smith of the guy, <laughs> Dark Jannetty, and I don't mean I mean Dark Kayfabe Jannetty, not just Jannetty's real life. That's Dark Jannetty.
0: <laughs> I don't know what I'd have put them in. Like I'd have sent them out in like Heart Foundation gear, and then I'd have sent them out in Rockers gear, and then I would have made a hybrid of the something
1: like that. Yeah, just have them come out to whatever's popular. Yeah,
0: just and then just mesh the two gears together. Go on, like, whatever's
1: in the news, whatever's a popular <laughs> product. Here comes the new Rockers, sponsored by Surge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you slap the new on any tag. It's, it's dead in the water. Yeah. Immediately. It's just bad. it's like, nah shit. New is a bad
1: word. A bad
0: word. Oh god. my god. The new blackjacks. The new rockers. Just you like remember that the, the, thing the new Midnight like,
1: Express. Here's a terrible slap together
0: watered down version of it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the new Midnight Express had a chance because at least they had Cornet for a second, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did for a You know, so the, you've got something there. But you've also got Bob Holly and fucking Bart Gunn they're good workers there's no that's fucking yeah. Bob Holly he's a bad bad motherfucker it's yeah. Bart Gunn he's obviously a yeah. bad motherfucker
1: but unless you put Butterbean in there that's not fair that's not fair it's not it's fair, fair. 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 Bart Gunn was not a boxer
0: but like, he got fucked in that whole deal man I don't God give a damn. fuck what anybody says and they punished that dude for because winning because
1: Russo is a vehicle to get Bradshaw beat up and for fucking JR it was a vehicle for Dr. Death yeah it was just so many people had their grubby fingers in this fucking thing that should have never happened so stupid Jim Cornette Blood feud. Jim, oh, he just hates him. The champ still to this day. If he had a knife and Russo in a room that was empty otherwise, he would kill Russo.
0: I, I guarantee, you, there's no way that Jim Ross likes Vince Russo. Oh
1: no, there's Jim <laughs> Ross hates Vince Russo too.
0: Oh, I'm sure he does. That's Cordy's the, just the one who says it. But I yeah. guarantee Ross, look, like that son of a bitch. He's the he's the fucking reason that Doc did not get that push because mm-hmm. that stupid fucking idea. Yeah. And Doc, I mean, I'm sure it's par- partially Doc's fault too. Doc should have been like, man, I'm older. I shouldn't fucking get in this. And it's
1: yeah. Yeah, no shit. I'm and not. Dr. I'm Death not in favor for this. Fucking ever yeah. Then. God damn. And, yeah. Okay. That's cool. And I mean, he was a known entity, a character that was known. Yeah, you could build upon that. But like, besides Jim Ross being a huge Doctor Death Mark, they invested some fucking money into getting him there. I don't, like, don't understand. Nothing.
0: And I don't understand why. Because Jim Ross was easier. Like, in what fucking world is Doc? I'm sorry. Is does Doctor Death Steve Williams? Is he over enough? In the continental United States, I'm not saying in the South, yeah, that motherfucker's over as hell, but you take him up North, then, man, they're not gonna fucking care. I don't Uh, think.
1: I could be wrong. Maybe I'm saying
0: some stupid shit. I don't think so. Even in
1: Japan, you're gonna get a bigger pop and give a shit than fucking WWE. Yeah, why would you do, why would you bring him in to give him that? You give that
0: push to Foley, man. You You give those paydays to Mick. That's a way better option than Dr. Death.
1: Of course, there's cases where Vince will bring a guy in there. It'll basically be their retirement community. You know where they'll, they'll transition into a backstage or agent role or whatever give them one more run to make them look good and that seems like a case where dr death would come in but that's not how he was brought in he was brought in as legitimate threat he was gonna they said the brawl for all was gonna be a vehicle for him to work a fucking program with austin Right. Fucking Austin. Austin. Harder than God. Fucking welding torch Austin.
0: And you've got Triple H there. You've got Rock there.
1: Yeah. You've, you've got,
0: got Foley it. there. you got Taker there. You've you got, got Kane there. A new
1: golden era of fucking talent and personality. Why, Why do you need this guy?
0: Why do you need this guy? Dr. Beth
1: Steve Williams
0: I guarantee Bruce Prichard thought the same shit he oh, yeah, he did. he's probably
1: talked about it I just hadn't heard I just it hadn't but... heard.
0: I mean my know Dr. Desi was a bad motherfucker Doc seems more WCW than WWE you know what I'm saying
1: yeah he's a w... Southern wrestling he's more of a WCW
0: guy man in my mind if
1: we ever get our idea off the ground of being the Southern wrestling review <laughs> and making videos which we'll get to that stuff later. more on, on that later that'll come out as it comes out if, yeah, do, it can... <laughs> man, if you get it you get it if you don't just pretend I never talked about it. We'll come back to wrestling because we all, it always comes back to it. I wanted to do a brief Batman discussion. we've, already sure talked, we've about talked about Batman. We've with no inverse retrospective. Um, should Joker have been shelved for a while after Ledger's Joker? Yes. I think so too. And they're already trying to jut him in to the new Batman with the... I do like the dude that's going to play I do, too.
0: I, I think he'll do it looks promising. I think he'll do better than anyone else has since Legend. Of
1: course, you, you didn't care for Joaquin Phoenix's depiction. or You, no. you haven't seen the whole thing. I'm happy I would advise to watch the whole thing. For what it's worth, you got to accept that there's multiple Jokers within that universe. So, like, that's why he's got millions of backstories, because it's a different guy. It's just a mantle, if you accept it as that. And this is, like, maybe he's Ledger Joker's dad or something. <laughs> but you can look at it like that, or if you just look at it as an insane person, a movie about an insane person, yeah, good movie, okay, so, that, a cool movie. I can like see that. that, look at it like a guy who lives in the universe in which Batman and Bruce Wayne exist, but but he's just the, one of the first wackadoos to go crazy because Gotham turns people into crazy people, that's basically what it does, it created Batman, and I could make the argument that Batman is just as fucking insane, oh he yeah, there's gallery no of villains. his mental illness is human will personified, also heir to billions of dollars,
0: I hated the new one,
1: you you, you can take Batman a little serious
0: but you can't take it so serious yeah, it and that's what they serious. did and that's how come Joker I didn't like it I mean, I'm not saying it's gotta be campy cause too much campy you gotta have you get, you get, of camp yeah exactly yeah. but like if you you know too much campy you get nipples on a bat suit and not enough camp you get Batman driving a hot rod yeah I,
1: he's on a chopper like <laughs> you realize in the
0: first Batman yeah. Fucking Michael Keaton has a jet that is shaped like a bat. Yeah. You know how much jets cost to build? But he's flying that motherfucker around. He like zooms in on Joker. Yeah. Like, beep, 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 like zeroes in on him, mm-hmm. shoots missiles at him, shoots machine guns at him and misses. And Joker pulls out a fucking hand cannon and just shoots the jet airplane down out of the sky.
1: It's the most ridiculous scene. Tim Burton washed over the whole Batman not killing people thing. Oh no that dude might be murdered yeah, folks. The strike blows people up. Bombs yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He burns a dude to death oh, in yeah. the second one with a, yeah, a shaft or yeah, light <laughs> <woo, just fly laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> up. The um, second one's good. There's too much there's almost too much camp in the second one. That's one of the next questions. Was Two Things given due time or was the Dark Knight kind of hotshot with both those two top villains in it?
0: Yeah, it, it makes sense for the story. I mean you know Batman's a symbol. he can be whatever they need me to be. I am the Dark Knight. Um, and this third movie didn't hurt not have any minute.
1: Original apprehensions for the movies i know back in the 80s people were like michael keaton he's a comedian how's he batman and you know we remember him lovingly oh yeah that was our batman it was the same thing with heath ledger that's where i was going to go into where people like when a casting is announced and people like heath ledger oh yeah the the gay cowboy movie guy yeah he's hot off brokeback mountain mountain. and like you're like what the fuck and then you saw that first scene of him yeah and you were like oh (laughs) (laughs) i'm on board for this 100 because
0: they released like the first scene early like the bank robbery thing. They released it on YouTube. Yeah. And it, they, they did. Yeah. I remember it was a big deal. Yeah.
1: And you were, holy fuck. Yeah. Well, that's a pleasure. You know, also, me and, you and I, I know we had this problem, but we didn't read Batman comics. And I know, like, since Bob Kane invented him in the fucking 20s or whatever, there's been like a hundred years of fucking lore to work with him on. So there could be any, you could make any kind of Batman. And that goes into it with the new Robert Pattinson Batman. Uh, if you look at it from like angsty immature year two batman doesn't know what he's doing really doesn't know if he wants to keep doing this shit he's just it's kind of batman's kind of a hobby to him just at this point he's listening to fucking nirvana (laughs) something something in the way particularly multiple times in this fucking video or in this movie and just if you look at it like kid batman it works because he gets he like doesn't know how to use the glider. He's not worth a shit at it, <laughs> and he fucking fucks it. He fucking botches it. That's great. I like stuff like that. I also like when he takes off the fucking cowl. He's got black shit around his eyes instead of like Michael Keaton peels that shit off. Oh yeah, Which he, he can't turn his head because it's one piece of like he he peels it off. That is bulletproof somehow. I guess it's got Kevlar and latex. He, but like. Yeah, it's just, if it's new tech Batman that doesn't really know what the fuck he's doing, it works in that sense. It doesn't replace the Keaton Batmans, it doesn't replace the Nolanverse for me, but it's functional within that setting. And the movie has some pretty good redeeming qualities to it. And like I said, there's hundreds of years, hundreds of years of fucking canon you can apply. So like, you make Batman, and he's wearing just a cock sock. That Batman exists in some fucking comic book out there. But, like I said, there are more comic readers. And 1989 Keaton Batman was gospel to us and we're like, what the fuck you mean Joker did kill Batman? <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> I, we didn't know what the of course real origin story was. It's Jake Napier. We, uh, we didn't know who Joe Chill was. Yeah. So we didn't fucking know any of that. So like when Batman Begins came out, we were like, what the fuck's this all about? <clears throat> we might have heard of Resident he remember like, that was stupid. Yeah, like, fuck, yeah. He's like one of the fucking C-tier. I think he's not C-tier, but like, it's kind of like when they made a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and we're like, well, why would you make it with that IP? Like, that's a bit The fun. first one of the of
0: the Nolan trilogy is my least favorite. Mm-hmm. I still like it, mm-hmm. but here's the reason. I, I like It took me a minute to give it a chance, yeah. and the reason why is because the first person that told me they liked it, I'm not going to say their real name. I'm mm-hmm. just going to say a Okay,
1: a I loved it, and I was like, oh, I bet that is it's fucking terrible. that person's name now, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, it's God. It's a, a man name, but we will mention Matt you yeah. got to take his his recommendations with a huge grain of salt because Matt likes everything. every movie. Except every movie. One of one movie that is one of our particular favorites because it has a penis in it. I don't understand why it's <laughs> like It's the funniest <laughs> movie of all time. Is Matt like a penis? Nope. It's because we're from the South and like they anything remotely homosexual. Like, no, no, no. I don't even want my ass. That's good. <laughs> you gotta, it's toxic masculinity. Oh, is Batman my... Returns the horniest Batman film?
0: Yeah, it's got Michelle Pfeiffer in
1: it. Yeah. It's definitely like she's got a whip, skin-tight latex. <laughs> yeah. She eats a bird. Yeah, she eats a bird. <laughs> she eats a bird, man. Danny DeVito is perfect fool for that horniness because he Danny is just a penguin. vacuum for sexuality in that movie. He's a void of it. Oh, yeah, dude. He is. <laughs> I love DeVito. He's like, don't, don't get too hard of a boner. He's Danny DeVito. <laughs> it's a bird-like deformed man creature. <laughs> Which I said, you know, that's weird. That's part of that weird artistic license. He's got flippers for hands. <laughs> he's lobster boy. He's yes. lobster boy. He's got flippers oh for God. hands.
0: Which I, want, I bet DeVito was like, whatever.
1: Yeah, he was like, I'm down for anything. I'm going to get real weird with it.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Here's an old thought of ours. Reasonably, Lord of the Rings fandom, their fans, should be in better shape than Star Wars nerds or Trekkies. Oh, yeah. And our line sure. of reasoning was this where, like, thing, like, the movies are just walking. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they get a lot of legwork in. If, if know, they're out LARPing. That's cardio. Whereas, like, Star Wars, the Trekkies, the Millennium Falcons going through the McDonald's strike through. You know, <laughs> that whole thing. And we had a long discussion about this at one point. And back to wrestling. <laughs> Nifty spots. Like, what's a neat spot that, you know, I have not seen that a whole bunch that you think of. And this is just an example. I have Greg Valentine's Jedi Mind trick. And in one match, I forget. I don't know the year. I don't know the event. Greg Valentine, there's a ref bump. The ref's out of it. The ref's just coming back out of it. Greg Valentine lets himself get pinned for the one, two, three, and I think it's a dusty finish situation, but he gets, lets himself get pinned, and then he gets up with his arms raised, and the referee's still out of it and just grabs Greg Valentine's arm. And that's <laughs> in the winner because he didn't see who he, pounded, he counted a pinfall for. Right. And, like, do you know any neat spots like that? I
0: like the old school belly to back, like the German, and both guys' shoulders are down. Yeah. And, obviously, the guy giving the move is yeah. who you think, you know. Yeah, they count the Yeah, but that, right? But one, two, and right at the last minute, the guy got simplex kicks and, one shoulder up, yeah. the other guy's
1: shoulders down, three, yeah. boom, real easy. And, technically, in that bridge door, Transition to pin suplex. Technically, the guy being suplex is the guy on top. <laughs> yeah. So I have here a phrase, kayfabe logic fluidity. You know, you have your cornet. All the goddamn tag teams need to learn the fucking tag team rules and stuff like that. But I think in wrestling, and maybe this is flying in the face of old school stuff, or Bill Watts, no clothes punching, no throwing your opponent over the rope, maybe flies in the old school face a little bit. But I would say, you don't want your rules too rigid in wrestling because you want that play for instance, Sean, you know, going over the ropes in the Royal Rumble and one of his feet touching the ground. Both but, feet, feet. touching the ground, yeah. it yeah. was I mean, like you went, that. You wanted a little fluid, and old school was like that, but then they have rigidity in certain places. Oh, I've never seen a rule book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I've I that. have seen, and this is from Cornette's Twitter, or Instagram, or whatever, like an old NWA wrestling rolls posted in the locker room thing. That's awesome. And, like, he's like, here, this is what you need, and or whatever, you know. This is what you go by. Read this shit and learn it. <laughs> <know>? <laughs> I figure
0: Jim Cornette's biggest regret is not saving the tennis rackets that he broke on people. Right. He could have sold them motherfuckers. I think so he kind
1: started saving them at a certain point. I, He should have. Dude's completely out of the business, and he can save whatever he wants now. Huh? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah.
0: Dude, you, you, Jim Cornette's got a following, and he makes money talking about what he believes. Oh, that dude's fucking happier than hell right now.
1: And listening to Cornette is a part-time job, really. Nine hours a podcast a week sometimes. Yeah. Ten hours sometimes. Goddamn, God help you if a fucking pay-per-view happened. Or <laughs> something in AEW that stuck in his craw. And here, these are just ideas for segments. worked into a shoot. More like. It could be a wrestling thing. It could be something in your life where you worked yourself a shoot. This is more of a whole show in itself, maybe. Autopsy of WCW. Oh, my God. (laughs) Everything that went wrong. This is a lot. WCW went out of business, and they were still
0: drawing fans, and they were still having TV ratings. Despite them being low ratings, they were still ratings. So, it's weird for me to say that it could have been salvaged, for sure, but... The whole time Warner mergers what did that shit in, man. Like, we don't want to be associated. Get rid of it. That's what it boils down to. But yeah, as far as like business going to shit, yeah, there was a lot of mistakes made. A lot. And a, and a lot of stuff that couldn't be helped. Okay, the bigger Pokemon Doom, it gets a lot of flack. Just uh, a, a
1: piece of a thousand a, piece puzzle, though.
0: I mean, obviously, what Nash was wanting to do was well, get the title back to Hogan. We insulate Hogan. Goldberg has to go through us to get to Hogan. Boom. Makes sense. But then Goldberg fuck is a dumbass. You know they said don't hit that window. They hit this window. It's gimmicked. And he hits the wrong window or whatever and fucking like hurt his arm and shit. Yeah. And then was out. Well, great. We just put the title. Hogan, who, who's the baby
1: face that's coming to get it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Jarrett. I don't know. I've heard Brat talk about that time a bunch. I also heard him talk about like Goldberg smashing that window. He's like he didn't have to smash the window. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. You know that was his thing. Goldberg just wanted to smash. You know like he gives himself a goddamn concussion before he walks out. Yeah. Fucking just line. fucking
0: ridiculous, unsafe. Just fucking
1: tough guy. Mark. Bullshit. Just fucking Mark. I forget who said it. Dealing with wrestlers, you're dealing with the ego and tough guy stuff of a jock and the ego and Diva behavior Of like a drama kid Too Yeah Because you've got An actor athlete Basically
0: Goldberg gets I mean for people Who don't really know, you know They're like Holy fucking Goldberg's fucking awesome yeah. It's like Oh my god Dude Goldberg To show you How little he knows About wrestling Or expect, I mean, at least knew At the time And I'm right. sure now It's probably not A whole hell of a lot different mm-hmm. The thing with Jericho Greenberg Greenberg And Jericho Beats like the midget Goldberg And 1-1-0 And uh, Jericho 3 Greenberg 0 And all yeah. this shit yeah.
1: And Goldberg Getting mad yeah, about yeah. it hope, hope it's worth it Jericho hope, hope your stupid joke's worth it Like he didn't fucking Kill your streak or anything? No. he's a chicken shit hill. He's just trying to make some. He's just trying to get over. He comes out with this fat teamster that he just picked up by the back, not an employee just of fucking, the company. It's my favorite thing.
0: It's my favorite thing that a, maybe any wrestler's done it ever. is Jericho it's, and Ralfus.
1: Ralfus has his belly hanging out of his Sharpie-made Jericho's personal security shirt. He's got fucking three teeth. It's the
0: best thing that ever happened in pro <laughs> wrestling. One side
1: of his head, <laughs> it's just magical. It and a stupid thing, he went down to the performance center where he might have run into a, a young John Cena. Then I remember he was there. He's in Ready to Rumble. Yeah, he's in Ready <laughs> to Rumble. Instead, he finds this fat teamster that doesn't work there. I'll take you. He says, goodness. you look great. You look great. You're just what I want. I think it was Arn or somebody. Oh, your boys back there fucking a rat. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's the
0: fattest, grossest rat. <laughs> a fucking, a Ralphus rat. Yeah. yeah.
1: Fucking
0: Ralph-us, Ralphus
1: rat. Ralphus, which you gotta, you can see him. You can only imagine what he smells like. That's like a
0: strip club in the daytime. You
1: can't unsee it. What if there was a website that was like the Metal Sledge dick chart, but it was for ring rats?
0: Oh, man. <laughs> Lord <laughs> Almighty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be a better story than rock and roll groupies I think that, I
0: still, still can't there. believe we read that on Metal Sludge
1: and it's still there it's still there I, I
0: searched it the other day oh, oh my, my god the famous chart the famous, famous metal Dick sludge the chart. chart on Metal Sludge my god my god no, but Ralph is like, but there he had another security guard too. I don't know if he's yeah. ever had a name. But like yeah. Jericho oh, yeah. said he looked like Kenny Powers.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember that guy. That dude. Ralph is like, ah, oh, this place is bullshit. When are we going up to New York? He's like, who explains <laughs> New York to you? Which, of course, the uninitiated meant WWF. Right, like right. an old carny term. Ralph's I want a contract. He's like, well, so when am I getting a contract? Like, Ralph's what? worked. Like, they turned him into, yeah. like, I
0: feel insulted. You tell me Ralphus was good enough to work on Thunder, but Vinny yeah. Romano wasn't. <laughs> nice. oh, shit. What <laughs> the fuck? I
1: use gimmick, as all word. Yeah. It's, it's worked into your. Uh, you, you ever call anything a fernum? it's like snake that's here, no, you know, was, they're like old old, oh, yeah. old school corny terms oh yeah that's what they said instead of gimmick but. yeah, yeah. They, uh, <laughs> there's like a
0: thing it's it's on YouTube I think they give Gordon Soley a chocolate dick live on air and he opens it. Have you ever seen that? Oh. Like I think he's standing there with Oli and Oli says you got a gift, a gift from Herm Schnavitz
1: and like he opens it and you
0: see Gordon like a ha, 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 ha like, covering it up.
1: I'm not one of these people who say the Montreal for job Scott Hall and Kevin Nash say it's work. I'm just want i not saying it's work I'm not saying it was complete shoot I mean a lot of things went into it but I just want to say this statement it was very convenient that Wrestling With Shadows was filming during this entire fucking thing. Yeah. Awfully very,
0: fucking awful convenient. Be. Because they apparently had been gone for a while. Like, they had been filming Brett, and then, like, Brett's like, hey, man, I'm yeah. leaving. You know, y'all may want to be here or whatever. I, no, I think they were looking for an a ending to the film. All I'm saying, if Scott Hall and Kevin Nash both say, it's a Two guys at, that
1: know the fucking... And two of their best friends are involved. Fucking ruthless businessmen. I wouldn't say the most, but, like, Vince, they were pretty stern in their fucking negotiations and shit like
0: that. Vince don't sell shit. Yeah. They say. You know, a, you know Vince yeah. broke his tailbone. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is selling it? Yeah. Right? But he's going to fucking Harold Disheveled and a black eye. No shit. And limping from fucking a punch from Bret Hart. No shit. Give me a break.
1: They fuck up the finish of the Royal Rumble. He goes down there and tears both squads. Yeah. Insists no one help him <laughs> walk to the back. Get away So no selling it. You can see he's gravely injured. Almost. Right, but apparently
0: that one shot from Brett, <laughs> yeah. that was enough. Yeah. But but Corny does say it was a shoot. So unless yeah. they're working Corny too, maybe it's the well, weirdest corny, thing. Maybe everybody that's maybe it's a worked hmm.
1: shoot. Yeah, he was trying to drum up some yeah. bullshit. It's know. like a really it good worked worked work for shoot. Yeah, you know? and it would
0: have worked really good had Brett not gotten injured and been able to come back and then been able to work with Sean again had, a little later.
1: Or had WCW not just totally fumble-fucked him. Oh yeah, they fumble-fucked Bret Hart. They didn't know what to do with Bret. Something that was popular in wrestling for a while is mocking someone in diminished effigy by disguising a little person. As that. <laughs> that was done so fucking much, and I've been watching old pay-per-views and old bras and shit, and they, they went to that well so many fucking times. Oh, yeah. Like, that was done as often as, like, a Divas match, where they, like, do that spot where they're catfighting and they roll over the referee or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of got conspiratorial a little bit with wrestling there. And this goes along with that kayfabe canon in which we have stuff that's part of the narrative in kayfabe in our head. Like, for instance, the whole... uh The thing with Paul Heyman because of like his mother was in at Auschwitz or whatever, and he got reparations from the German government (laughs) for that, and he got this plot of land, and he found like this underground lab underneath, and they found where like Joseph Mangala was trying to create the Ubermensch, (laughs) and it was Brock Lesnar, and that's (laughs) how Brock Lesnar got brought. No, just stupid shit we've made up like. Yeah. The Ultimate Warrior ultimately died because of voodoo exposure curse (laughs) because of the whole angle with Pop Shango years ago. That
0: curse stuck around. It did.
1: Like I assumed as a child that Terry
0: Taylor was a farmer. (laughs) <laughs> because of the, because of the, the red a rooster, because he's like, I was in the barnyard, and I'm like, yeah. he's a farmer. He's, he, in the he's got cows like. and chickens and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I love old school wrestling gimmicks. The Bushwhackers—I didn't understand what they were. I was like, I don't yeah. know, man. They're just crazy guys. Apparently, they're they're mental patients. Yeah. The Rougeau brothers—they're these weird gay incestual brothers. <laughs>
1: we didn't know <laughs> what French Canadians. What the
0: fuck was. are these guys? They're like weird incestual brother, you know? And they're fucking like their finisher is—he uh, puts his dick in your face.
1: <laughs> That's how they beat you. They're yeah. crazy. I've been watching. I love the 80s, the nineties—that old nostalgia trip. That's a different discussion, but like, it's kind of how like a rapper was on there. And it's like, oh, we didn't think Wham was gay. We thought they were just English. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same
0: thing. look at demolition they're like a they're a tag team that's like a mix between Mad Max and SNM Sex <laughs> <laughs> they paint their face and they wear you know studded leather yeah. gauntlets like like uh, you know Judas Priest and they and uh, they get you in the ring they beat you up and then they fuck you in the middle of the ring right. it's the craziest gimmick ever vince like i love it i love it all except all except for the beating them, but fucking them in the middle of the ring,
1: pal. I'm good. Actually, brings up another discussion point. You badly explain an angle or like a character in wrestling, and the other person tries to figure it out. I gotcha. Vape, I love it. Yeah, I love uh, it. Contrary to what wrestling announcers have been telling us for years, there is no Isle of Samoa. <laughs> the nation actually being a tin island archipelago. <laughs> <laughs> <So> the <laughs> more you know. The more you know. And you can talk forever about the build to arcade '97 and what became of it. Yeah. Sting just taking a year off. 18 month build for that angle. Sting not wrestling for a fucking. Year. He was working house shows and stuff. They just kept him off TV. Yeah. He was still working house shows. That was one of the whole things. Hogan thought he was really out of shape coming back. It was also during the height of like his Eating gimmicks and drinking, Sting? Yeah, yeah. So he was just mostly sitting up, hanging out in the <laughs> or sitting in the stadium somewhere with paint on. That was what he was doing. I didn't. I wasn't familiar with the dark matches. He might have been wrestling, but you just take him off Raw and pay per views for a year. The icon Sting, and besides Flair, that's somebody who's carried your organization. Yeah. For years.
0: Uh, was he hurt at the time at all? Is that he, why he, he left?
1: Divorced. He
0: take some time he off. Was, know, there's a lot of old school tag teams and wrestlers in the in the fed that you can describe. They're always weird. You know, like you were saying earlier, but you know, you, you know, like uh, the Rusev brothers. Mm-hmm. The Rujo brothers were kind of this weird homosexual ancestral brother tag team they yeah, were always right. like hugging and kissing on each other and, yeah they had to
1: get heat yeah like, but then like bit, i mean it was being usually being foreign is enough but they weren't like full frenchmen they were french canadians so they like it didn't work maybe it didn't work the same way so they got to get heat by the, the finisher five. is
0: a giant whoopsie yeah. to the face yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you everybody seen that that match where luke picks him up and gives him a little squeezy squeezy yeah. and then slams him down it's ridiculous it's <laughs> They, I think they tried to use Raymond as a commentator for like their French-Canadian mm-hmm. like television yeah. stuff. I think he was at that guy, and I think Jacques, or no Jacques, ended up being the Mountie and having a run of the Intercontinental title for a week or some shit. I
1: didn't move on to anything great, just another
0: nationalism-centric...
1: Yeah, he did have some success with him and uh, PCO. Yeah, true, but like, n- he went never not the Mountie after that, was he? No. Well, yeah,
0: in-, in WCW, they were like the amazing French Canadians or some shit. Him and PCO, which there was nothing amazing about him. They were just French Canadians.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, it's not something we were like familiar with as a nationality. Hell, when I was young, I didn't know what the fuck. <laughs> right. Razor Ramon, I didn't know Razor Ramon was Cuban or whatever. I didn't know he was doing, I've never seen Scarface, just like Vince. I was like, what accent is he doing? He's not Mexican or Italian. I would have started a
0: stable like the NWO. But call it like the AFC, the Amazing French Canadians, yeah. and Bret Hart would have been their leader, and it would have had like the Quebecers and Lance Storm.
1: Just like a big Canadian. <laughs> Just a mass. big Canadian
0: mass. But like if you were on, if you were from Canada and you were in WCW, you were in the AFC. Norman Smiley yeah. would have been in the AFC.
1: That's something I wanted to discuss. Faction bloat, like what the NWO became, and it's, it can count as lazy booking. Like I've got nothing to get this guy over. Just put an NWO shirt on it. Oh
0: yeah, for sure is yeah.
1: And AEW is like. All factions, unless like you got a CM punk comes in, he's on his own wavelength or whatever. But let's like, <laughs> well, see how that worked out. All, yeah, and they're all like packs of 30 of them. Yeah, they've got so many people hired, and they don't have enough show to put them on, they don't have enough media real estate. Since so we talked about the Montreal screw job, which Hebner's twin brother actually did, called for the bell instead of it wasn't Earl. Was Earl. <laughs> Earl. <laughs> yeah, Hebner screwed Hebner. When nobody realizes, <laughs> yeah. is they actually killed <laughs> Earl Hebner, <laughs>
0: yeah. and Dave has been living as Earl for years. Is Earl
1: dead? Is Earl no, alive? Earl's alive. Dave's dead. Dave's dead. Dave's dead. Dave. Dave. So Dave screwed Earl over That's like the Earl whole thing, worked at him. Now that he's dead, we can talk about it. And I know this might be personal view because you're not over six foot tall. There's not. You're seeing wrestlers on TV. You're seeing Tom Cruise in movies. You don't yeah. know he's not fucking towering. Right. If you build enough aura around him. But, and I don't want to be corny and be like, oh, petite wrestling. Small, really small guys. Like, 5'3", the 5'2s, believability. No. I mean, for
0: cruiserweight stuff, sure. Yeah. But if you want to throw... I mean, I mean, unless you're a really special... Only, I'm sorry,
1: there's only one Rey Mysterio. There's not
0: going to be another one. You can be the Juventud Guerrera.
1: Right. But you're not going to be the Ray, right. It's Rey Mysterio.
0: I'm not saying that you can't be a smaller guy and make it in the business you can. But if you're telling me that the motherfucking Jungle Boy is going to be a top man... No, Earth, shit. Darby might be an exception to the rule... This is-
1: Darby Allen's got Sting with him for one. That's what he's got. That's one of a big thing he's got going for him. Even though Sting is sixty-three fucking years old, what I don't like about Darby Allen is the coffin drop move. He weighs like one hundred and thirty-five pounds. That's not gonna do anything to anybody. (laughs) He just does like a the centon without a flip and just falls on him like that. Yeah, it's like a splash with his back. And he does the crosses. Yeah, I wouldn't want to take it. I would, yeah, I'm not, I mean, it's because it's going to be all unless he takes a little bit of a butt bump on it, but... um Yeah, worry about that. That dude's going to get hurt. And this is... That dude's going to fuck himself yeah, up. Yeah, and I'm not talking about like Jungle Boy tops or whatever. And he does, you know, the Darby Allen would do like the big fucking bump off of fucking 30 feet for 20 people to Bingo Hall or whatever. You know, he does like some crazy spots. So he's got that going for him. But like the Jungle Boys are your five two, motherfuckers maybe not so much believable, but like, you know, you got your your five sevens and up. You yeah. Know, you can get them. Brock, Le- Brock Lesnar kind of broke that metric a little bit because before Daniel Bryan was built up, you couldn't throw Daniel Bryan in there with fucking... Daniel Bryan's different. And Daniel Bryan's a bigger, small, small guy.
0: Yeah, Daniel Bryan's a small guy, but that ain't got nothing to yeah. work. It's not, it's not the size yeah. or something like that. It's that it factor that, you know, like okay, that Japanese
1: motherfuck- fighting spirit. Not, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like, kind of like that. It's just right. that it factor in the wrestling business, and it's kind of like, well, yeah, Daniel Bryan's fucking great, but Jungle Boy or motherfucking—I'm not just picking on Jungle Boy, yeah—but you know, yeah, but he's a
1: pretty small guy, Luke right? Curry's son, uh,
0: who's who's, who's uh, the Orange Cassidy dude? Yeah, those yeah. guys. I mean, yeah, they're they're good. They're good for like you know side garnishing mm-hmm. to the state, but they're not what's fucking there. I yeah. mean, they're not the you know like if you was to throw them in a WWE ring in that environment, how would they look standing there with Brock Lesnar? <laughs> or even Cody Rhodes, yeah. or or Roman, or whoever. I don't watch enough anymore to really. I say watch
1: highlights that people. Put, I watch a pay per view. I watch the Royal Rumble. May watch Mania. There's a lot of stuff. There. I thought the Rumble was awful. I, was not, I thought it was I, terrible.
0: Yeah, I wasn't like wowed at all. I, no, no, I didn't like it. I Why annoying. did Cody come in at 30?
1: First of all, they built them for weeks. We knew Cody was winning this thing. Okay, we knew it. But to have him come in at 30, okay, it's totally <laughs> obvious Cody's winning this thing. When he came in at 30, I was like, they may try to swerve us, but it's one of those situations where you don't want to subvert expectations. You've sold the movie you're going to show when people have showed up to see that movie. You
0: know yeah. what I'm saying? I'd have brought him out. I would have brought out a big heel first, and then, shit, I might have brought Cody out number two and been like, look, well, let's get, you know, it's been a while and let's get over real big and. Yeah, well. We're going to put you in a lot of peril, and you're going to keep fighting out of it. and Yeah, yeah it's
1: just going to, you're going to chase. Yeah. And that's, goddamn that's a story old as fucking time. Man. Instead
0: of, we're going to put you in the best possible position to win this thing. We're not going to stack any odds against you. Yeah. Let's, you know, come on. God damn. You knew in 1998 that Stone Cold Steve Austin was going to win the Royal Rumble. If you did not, you, you just, you don't know anything about pro wrestling. You knew Austin was going to get there. He didn't come it. out number 30.
1: No. no. <laughs> Hell, he boxed his first rumble. <laughs> he was supposed to be part of the final four. I've yeah, that. Sean's I, attention. No, got thrown out.
0: I did that. Again. I did that in. Uh, I want to say cash one night. Timmy threw me out over the top rope, and when he yeah. did, I just fucking boop. lost that rope and oh, well. to the floor. I went. He just kind of looked at me over the rope. I was like, "What are you doing? Call the ring,
1: homie." Oh, sorry. MJF and AEW never breaks kayfabe. Never breaks kayfabe in interviews or whatever in homeschool time. And also, not sure if it's a worker shoot, but three hundred people. Called the police department in the place where they were doing a show to report on a promo he did, and I'm like, you go, I heard that. And I'm like, fucking marks, but maybe I'm getting marked too. Maybe those calls were never made. I mean you know, I always used to old joke about people calling the Coast Guard about Gilligan's Island. That really fucking happened. People are that goddamn stupid. And apparently, 300 people called the police. This is a plot from a Simpsons episode that he recounted, where Homer replaces Marge as the driver whenever he has a drunk driving accident, <laughs> and that was MJF's promo where he put his prom deck in the driver's seat after they had plane because she was blowing him while they were driving in <laughs> like a pan. <laughs> over 300 people called police department to report that he had admitted to it. Yeah. So, first of all, uh, statute of limitations got to be up on that. He's, it's got to be 10 years ago. Yeah.
0: Who said that the 300 people called?
1: See, I don't know. The apparently the police department reported that, right? and, and it was put in print and papers and stuff like that. So I'm not, but it seems like something stupid that people do. It's like rap battles and rap beefs. We don't want them like they were in the '90s because people ended up dead, dead. You know, we don't want super heat to where somebody's getting stabbed walking down the ramp. Well, something.
0: I don't know, man. That's the kind but of that's the kind that. of heat that draws the money.
1: That's the end of gold. That's, that's, what, <laughs> that's, that's the end game, man. You gotta play. You gotta play. It's a gamble. It's you a gamble, bro. It's you you got to be looking. That's why I like having a manager
0: when I'm a heel. Right. But <laughs> Bo, was perfect fodder for that. Bo, definitely. Definitely,
1: <laughs> gold can take a bump. Uh, well, I guess the last thing we'll say, um, we'll discuss. I've just got man, Bray Wyatt ain't over There's Apparently spots not. but like, and it seems like any angle with him is a no win for you because he's just come. He just come back, and they did that goddamn hot topic fucking black light match at Rumble with him and La Knight. La Knight's got promise, can do a promo, can work, and stuff like that. Crowd's over on him a little bit. But then you put him, you're trying to build him. You put him in program against Bray. Bray's just come back. Bray's got to go over because this thing has meandered and he's done promos for the whole three months. He just got there. hadn't worked. There's been this whole Uncle Howdy thing, which it turns out to be him, too. (laughs) Of course he is. He's got to win this match. So you're going to bury LA Knight to get this thing we've tried to get over multiple times and fumbled, just like trying to glue this glass bottle back together and make something of it. And people are getting fallen by the wayside. It's like basically if you weren't Taker at Mania, you're like, I'm going to go under. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where. He doesn't get over, and you get buried. It seems like one of those situations.
0: I haven't paid enough attention to it to know a whole lot about it, but
1: but let's just I'll just all. Uh, is Orton done? One, he may be. I mean, he's he's had the same surgery I've had, also. So like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he's wrestling, he's goddamn what a trooper. You know, he's got
0: money. He's like, I got one more match. I bet, dude. I bet he has regret doing the RKO. Man, that's got that's you know that's something. You know, you work for as long as he has, and his finisher is literally a move where you just take a giant yeah. ah, fucking flat back. Oh yeah. I mean, every night of the week, boom.
1: Sometimes twice. Boom. Yeah. Sometimes you miss it. One time, tax. Yeah. I mean, see what I'm saying,
0: though? Yeah. You know, Michael's finisher's genius. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, got longevity. It's got longevity, but like, a, like, 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 how do you think Austin's back feels? Oh, God. Landing on his ass.
1: If before the bell rang at morning, you'd go up and give somebody a stunner at school, and your ass would land flat on concrete. <laughs> yeah. And you know that hurt, but like, he's doing it on a, you know, usually on a surface that's got some fucking. Yeah, it's it's
0: still a spinal compression. compression.
1: still, every. And, or going out every fucking night, and giving every, every goddamn worker a fucking stunner because Austin's mad on this. Yeah. And,
0: every <sighs> time I see man. Hardy drop a leg off the top rope. Uh, I cringe. Uh, My
1: God. Any more that I see Matt Hardy do anything, I'm like, God, man. You're messed up, dude. Oh, and then Sting's going out jumping off a of shit and <laughs> a fucking <laughs> He sp- must be crazy. Oh, I don't know. He must have like he must have been like oh, I didn't really. I just kind of showed up to sell merch at WWE and get entered into the Hall of Fame or whatever. Maybe he's broke. But, uh, dude, I'd hope I hope not. I hope Steve Borden the man is doing well. <laughs>
0: Why would you still be doing
1: this if you I are? No, you know some people are very f- ambitious and like all the money in the world's never, been. you know, some people have that. But then with a wrestler, also, you gotta be, like, missing that spot. By. I because guess. It's, it's never just the business, it's the I mean, people being over, getting pops and that validation you get, you know.
0: Give me the book tomorrow in WWE. <laughs> Put and, me on the pencil. And, the and I, I'm gonna fix it all. <laughs> and everyone here's fired. We're putting the strap probably on Flair. I haven't decided it's either him or Funk. Tomorrow, I'll, I'd put the world title on Terry Funk. Tomorrow, I'd have Funk go over on Roman Reigns. On Raw.
1: I would be, I would be bigger than shit than that. But I'm a huge Terry Funker.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and you know Terry's, all you know Terry's. I think he's pretty messed up. But. Oh
1: yeah, he was messed up in uh, Beyond the Mat. Yeah, like twenty five fucking years ago. I <laughs> just him into the ring. My like, Terry, you're going to fight this motherfucker. He's going to die. Okay. Oh, hey. It's like you have no connective tissue in your body anymore. No ligaments. No cartilage. You're just bone.
0: <laughs> he's got like wicker baskets around his legs <laughs> to hold himself up, and like a like a motherfucking broomstick duct taped around his torso for his
1: spine. He's got like both his knees tourniqueted, and they're like in tourniquets with like bailing hair <laughs> just so he doesn't feel his knee. It's tourniquet. There's a tourniquet on both sides, just so he doesn't feel his knees. My <laughs> eye, my <laughs> and eye. And eye and chairs, goddamn it. But, oh, Jerry Jarrett died. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things can be said about that. We'll wrap the show up with that. That'll be a yeah. fun. Um, Personally, I've never been over on the Jarretts. I wasn't a TNA guy. I wasn't a late WCW guy, and mm. I was never over on him being a country music artist. Jeff can go. Yeah, Jeff can go. Jeff can fucking go. But Jeff knows things. Jeff, I mean, Jeff has a lot of things going for him. Could never get me over on him. Not as a serious
0: threat. Yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah. you know like if you were to put Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett against you know try to work an angle with Austin mm. and I'm talking like the don't piss me off guitar swinging mm. Jeff Jarrett I don't see it it's like man he's just gonna eat
1: a stutter you know what I'm saying yeah that's yeah that's all you gotta do and if he'd been a if I can put the intercontinental belt on him put you know put whatever card belt on him guy can work God knows the business he's he's like exceptional in, yeah. in a lot of things and I'm just like I would have no interest in him at all but to move on to Jerry Jerry was like a kid that like got the business. I, I don't know the specifics of like how he got into it, but like he wasn't smartened up. Like he reported, like they had him refing, they had him work when he was like thirty. You know? But, like he reported. He's like, I think these guys kind of threw the match. They put on a plain match. They you were know, like, Oh really? And they made him the booker. <laughs> <laughs> like all right, this guy's booking. <laughs> yeah. Our yeah, hat. Right. And like you know, of course you got Pritchard that'll fucking oh, old relic dumbass. And like I sent you that text, and I I think it's Cornette that said it. Like Jeff. Jerry learned a book from a guy who learned a book from a guy who was born in 1900. 1900s. <laughs> okay? So, like, yeah, Bruce Pritchard called him this old fucking relic. Yeah. Even even when he was young, he was this old school relic Carney days. Yeah. Taught guy. Well, I mean, so Memphis wrestling and Memphis. all that, yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, Memphis was huge. It was mm-hmm. the craziest territory ever.
1: <laughs> fucking nuts. They
0: did n- they did shit in Memphis that oh, no one's done anywhere else.
1: That's the next video.
0: They ran a dude over with a car, drove a motorcycle to the ring and wrecked it, shaved Bill Dundee's wife's head. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the list goes on. They damn near killed... Andy Kaufman. Yeah, that's was, where
1: that fucking took place. Right, that fucking legendary kayfabe reinforcing feud.
0: Lumberjack Joe LeDuc picked up Jerry Lawler over his head and threw him over the top rope, trying to make him land on a table, and they missed it, and Lawler broke his fucking leg. God, <laughs> oh Memphis was fucking. And like, and, and then they get they talk about the ECW guys and like you y'all just do too much crazy stuff. Yeah. And like this shit. And you know when Dundee drove down to the ring and wrecked his motorcycle? Uh he came out to that song Wipeout. Yeah. <laughs> Wipeout He just wrecked. Lawler rode to the ring on a white horse. Jeez. Crazy shit. They spent some money. I cannot imagine having a horse backstage at a wrestling
1: event. <laughs> Slammies year when everybody was all coked up in the 90s, or there was like a fight that went backstage and you know, like that old trope for whatever backstage people in costumes and livestock oh, for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Imagine having actually having fucking a bunch of people in livestock backstage.
0: Imagine being Triple H and Henry L. Godwin oh. being in a hog pen match. Yeah pig shit
1: you know there was pig shit everywhere the animal's actively shitting during your match where you're wrestling and also god knows what in this fucking vile fucking bucket what all just a couple examples what all went into that bucket besides spit and tobacco there's no telling all kinds of bodily fluids there's
0: literally no telling what was in those buckets
1: like they did that thing where like it was a rib, but like they put all kinds of disgusting shit
0: in. Animals and wrestling do not work together. You've got workers, and then you got animals who are fucking animals. Yeah. You look at the Kennel Hell match where the Rottweilers were fucking around the cell while they were in the cage. You know they were shitting and they were nice dogs. Yeah. There's yeah. like nothing threatening about these animals. Yeah, those like, oh. were
1: wagging and they were
0: fucking. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's, it's, Jake Roberts has his snake. That's the one thing that works. Yeah. Although it did fucking bite Randy Savage. I if mean, the although the it was on is purpose. Your,
1: is small enough and is your gimmick. The snake was his gimmick. Ricky Steamboat know?
0: had like an alligator, I think, or a kimono dragon right. at one time.
1: I saw one. It may have been or Ricky Steamboat comes out with his baby, little Ricky, and a gee, you know, gee and all that. <laughs> just the
0: most white meat baby face
1: yeah. that's ever existed. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and then he gets jobbed out.
0: Like, <laughs> I, w- I wish we got a Steamboat heel run.
1: Yeah, Steamboat was one of those guys that was career face. Real name Richard Blood, and there's Dick, a l- Dick Blood could have been a great heel. There's
0: a lot of people who say you couldn't get a, a heel run out of Steamboat man. They got a heel run out of Backland don't okay. tell me that.
1: I mean, even Ray was a tweener there for a little bit. With he, the, uh, It was after he was unmasked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you got anything, any last thoughts to say? Keep it real. Yeah, uh, keep keeps it real. real. Keeping it real. Well, keeping it, get, it real goes wrong. <laughs> keeping it real goes wrong. You work yourself with your shoot, brother. That's right. Anyway, we'll see y'all later. Let's get together in about six months and do this again. Plenty of talking. Rip them, Randy. Because it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> This has been a one more mosh pit production available on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher, basically wherever you can find quality podcasts. If you liked what you heard here today, spread the word or go check us out on Facebook. We have a page you can come and like and follow us and keep up with all our stuff. And you know what? If you didn't like what you heard here today, keep that shit to yourself, huh?